Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is Parental Guidance Advised with Money and Allie. Welcome back, you guys. So this week on my podcast, I covered how you get them is how you got to keep them. And so I wanted to bring Allie into the conversation because you're young and dating and and I've taught you this for how long? My entire life. Exactly. It's kind of a Monica-ism. It is. It needs to be it's on your t-shirt. little nugget. Monica says, Monica. <laughs> how you get them is how you, you got to keep, keep them. them. And for some people, they look at me kind of like, what does that mean? Exactly what um, it means. I know. I'm like, how do you not know what that means? I mean, just think about it. Especially if you've been married for a long period of time and you're like mm-hmm. bitter and frustrated and sexless <laughs> and you're like, what happened? Yeah. Why am I your mother now? Right. Well, exactly. She probably mothered you. I mean, if, if you were letting her dress you while you were dating, Good don't luck. be surprised when she lays out your clothes after you're married and continues to emasculate you. Now, some of you don't see that as emasculation. Some of you, I have a buddy of mine who's colorblind and he hates picking his clothes out. And so his wife does it for him and that works for them. That's fine. Yeah. But there, but I will say this about that. She has also had to work diligently not to, she has to rein that mothering in because mm-hmm. she is a mother to two of their children. Yeah. And so sometimes it will cross over and you lose that. There's just something that women, it's not really hard for us to lose respect for a guy. No. Nope. Even as a husband, as someone you're dating, it's just not, it's not. And, and yeah. I warn young women about this. I've warned you about it for most of your little life where I'm like, listen, you know, I know, you know, you you can't have a boyfriend to dress him up like a doll. <laughs> They're not a pet. Exactly. <laughs> He's not a pet. They don't mind being petted, but they're not pets. Exactly. And so you can't dress him up, put a skirt on him and a little brush his hair and, you know, make sure his little pants zip to the side. Like you can't. That's not what they want. But that's what we've been programmed to do as mm-hmm. little girls. And I don't think enough mothers and fathers really hit their girls and guys, their boys, to the actual roles and so so why am i talking about this because plenty of fish which is a national brand of online dating has just rolled out this stipulation that you're not allowed to use filtered pictures any longer on their dating site good luck y'all i think is a riot i'm like how are you gonna know if somebody's used a filter okay go ahead. well next to the dating site that's going filter free uh, it's called plenty of fish it's now banning people from plenty. using face filters the dating site which has 150 million users worldwide says most people find the filters deceptive yeah he thought those bunny ears were real what's going on the side will use artificial <laughs> intelligence to remove previously posted pictures that have face filters what? keeping it real AI? Okay, talk about an oxymoron. So we're yeah. not gonna we're not gonna let you be fake, but yeah. we're gonna use artificial intelligence, intelligence. <laughs> to make sure you're not. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Does anyone else find the irony in that? Yeah. I mean, really? That's okay. Okay. So it, the bunny ears and all the filters. Like yeah. anytime I see, I'm because listen, I've looked at some of my girlfriend's pictures and I'm like, 
Is that what you look like? We are not that far off in age, and there is no way in two hells that your skin looks like that. Because <laughs> it looked like that when we were in high school. And I know for sure that is not your skin. But there's some dude out there who's like, dang, you look great for 48. That's <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's not even Botox. That is like artificial. Yeah. Okay. So, how you get them is how you got to keep them. Mm-hmm. I like this thing with plenty of fish that they're like, no, you're going to have to show up with real. But. Like you can tune into my podcast, MonicaMatthews.com, iTunes.com, Stitcher, all these other things, where you can download this because I really break it down into, you know, how you get them is how you got to keep them. Mm-hmm. What that actually means, what that looks like. I share my own stories and I give you the secrets of what people use to lie their way into a date with you. And they continue these lies. And there are specific lies to men and women. Yep. Right, that they tell but each you're other. But you're gonna have themselves. to listen. But you're gonna have to listen to that podcast to to figure it out. So, okay. So Steve Harvey, oh, love yes. him. One of my favorite single peep movies is um, Think Like a Man. Think Like a Man. Yeah. Okay. Hey, look. I think there's a few basic questions that every woman should ask a man to determine two things: <laughs> if this guy has a plan for you, or if this guy is just gonna play with you. Mm-hmm. My short-term goals. What you mean, like tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> so I think every man's short-term goal, because you're about to read some more from Steve, yep. okay? And tell me if I'm wrong, Steve. Every man's short-term goal is to is to get with the woman. Mm-hmm. The long-term goal is to get with the woman. Yep. Okay, very, men are very simple. And that is not to say that men are cavemen. No. It's not an accusation. No. It's just... A lovable truth, actually. (laughs) It's kind of endearing because it is what it is. Yeah, it's simple. (laughs) It's not so complex, guys. All right, what what does he say? All right, we men are very simple people. If we like what we see, we're coming over there. If we don't want anything from you, we're not coming over there. (laughs) Period. Please highlight this part right here so you can always remind yourself the next time a man steps to you. If a man always wants... A man always... Want something always. There's he doesn't change that always. And when it comes to women, that plan is always to find out two things. Ready? Here we go. Number Number one, one. if you're willing to sleep with him. (laughs) And number two, if you are, how much will it cost to get you to sleep with him? Look out, shooky dooky. How many doors does he have to open? How many dinners? And what have I said to you? That there is nothing a man will not fly through, climb over, swim under, uh, fight, battle, stab, kick, steal, whatever his way to the woman that he wants to be with. There is nothing a man will not do to get to the woman he wants to be with. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So anytime someone comes to me and says, well, you know, he doesn't have the money or he's his parents or his job or his kids. I'm like, I'm next. telling you, next, you need to just move right on out of that. He's just not that okay, into you. Okay, so, but we got some other, okay, where are we on the uh, Think Like a Man? It's open. Oh, this is priceless. I don't go out on dates with guys who don't open the door for me. That's right, girl. Really? Really. Seriously? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. Got gotcha. you. <laughs> Your chariot awaits. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Now she's like, got you. Yeah. I do okay. That's right. Yeah. I got you. I love that. Okay, so 
she says, here's my standard. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, okay. And he thought he was going to be cute. He had yeah. jokes. He drove off. Then he backs up and he gets out. And mm-hmm. she's still standing there. Now, in this day and age of Me Too, everybody's scared of each other. Men are emasculated. They're all a bunch of perverts. And then in the words of the nasty women, hashtag, you know, nasty women across the country. Um, I don't buy into any of that mess. And, and I won't go political on you, but it is a real, uh, it's not even an undercurrent in the country anymore. It is prevalent. Yeah. And men are very scared about how to, they're freaking out over whether or not something they did in college, you know, at 60 is going to come back to bite them. And so now we've got this whole generation of young men growing up uh, surrounded by young girls who are, oh, I got this. I got my own bank. I got my own clothes, my own car. I can open my own door. I don't need you to pour my wine. I don't want you to choose anything. I don't want you to make a single decision. I'm going to do, I can do everything on my own. Whatever you can do, I can do better. And so I think it does a real disservice to us as men and women. So I love the fact, and this is what I tell people, you have to have a personal constitution a bedrock of boundaries of yeah. likes, dislikes, and just be honest with that. So we can move outside of the, I mean, we could stay, we could stay aesthetics and say, however you get them is how you got to keep them. So, you know, people like shave, <laughs> women actually <laughs> shave. <laughs> They shave their legs. They actually shave under their arms as soon as they think they might have a date, right? And men, you know, whatever men do for manscaping and all that, that's a whole other show. But <laughs> y'all know, okay, and so I'm just being honest. Yeah. And so women will go to any lengths to make a dude think that she's something mm-hmm. that she is totally not. Yeah. And so, and then the guy is like hook, line, and sinker, buddy. And as soon as that happens, they get in, into this, you know, dance, mm-hmm. and then she quits doing all of those things. Yeah. Or she never started doing them, and the guy is secretly kind of hoping that, well, you know, it's kind of cute when we were 18. I'm like, I'm telling you now, that stuff ain't going to be cute when you're 48. No. It's not. I mean, if you get into a relationship with someone and you are their mother, guess what? You're about to have a 40-year-old baby. Exactly. You're always going to be the mother. Always. Okay, so what are some of the personal... Uh, what are some of the items on your personal constitution list that you're just like, nope, not bending on this one? Um, and it matters this much to me that you would bring that into a dating conversation, like just showing up with real stuff. And when do you do that? Because timing is important. A lot of people like to show up and dump it all out on the first date mm-hmm. and just lay all the cards out. And I really discourage people from doing that. I think there is something to be said for mystery. I think yes. we like pursuing. I think we both like pursuing each other women and men we like kind of the mystery of finding out who someone is and there's so many layers Mm -hmm. to people and you just you get excited about finding out who this person is I think for me it really is the person Mm -hmm. you know I think as time goes on you start to realize is this someone that I'm really interested in and that's when you start actually laying things out so so you keep your cards a little close to your chest for a while for a little bit as I as I start to see, because, yeah, not everyone needs to know everything about me. Right. If you're not sticking around or if I don't see you sticking around or I don't want you to stick around, right. you don't need to know everything Well, about here's me. a nugget, too, that I think we both learned this year. I know I did in my dating life, and it's, and it's rolled over into yours, mm-hmm. is, you know, we both come with 
<laughs> a beautiful <laughs> luggage collection. <laughs> oh, it's it's beautiful. It is. It's yeah. a nice Chanel collection. Mine is anyway. It's perfectly pristine and white with gold handles. It's beautiful. Um, but I have okay. it. We all have baggage. And my baggage collection is just bigger than yours because I'm older than you. Well, <laughs> right? fair. But we all have it. But for a while, I was, um, and I don't, I'm not a habitual dater. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a worker bee. I'm working on my career. So I don't spend a lot of time dating. Yeah. But I did... Um, lend some of my time and hope to a situation a few months ago where I thought, okay, maybe this person is someone that, you know, I will allow. And and he, and he said this too. I don't want to pursue you. I want to draw you. All right. <sighs> right. The wordsmiths. Gotta love them. Watch yep. it, ladies. Okay. Watch out. So I know I was like, oh, hook. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Here comes the line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's the singer? Exactly. Right. So, but in that I was like, it, it, it wooed me mm-hmm. so much that I was like, oh, well, let me tell you some things about myself that that you might change your mind if you know some of the things in my past, right? Yeah. And and I did that as kind of a hey, I want you to get to know me, but in reality, it was also a defense mechanism to yeah. be like, okay, I'm going to dump it all out here for you mm-hmm. so that you can either bail now and mm-hmm. this will be super easy. But he said something really important and so did my counselor, which was like, "Listen, your past to me is not something I even need to know about. You are who you are right now." Yeah. But I felt for some reason that my past was something that did um, because I've overcome so much. And so I kind of wanted him to see, you know, he was so impressed with who I am now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, 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 don't be impressed with who I am. Don't don't be impressed with anything about me. Get to know me. And these things along the way of my life have made me the woman I am. Yeah. I think it's almost an intimacy thing. Yeah. The way I look at it is it's it's intimacy. It's you're getting to know me on an intimate level. Right. But I think we both have come to the realization where, you know, yeah, some things uh, because of maybe how traumatic they were right. will come up. Right. And that is a discussion you have to have with your partner because it will affect them. But other things. Yeah. You don't. You can just be who you are exactly right now. Right now. Right. And you can just be with that person. Right. You don't have to go backwards. They can intimately know you and love you for exactly who you are, exactly when they meet you. Right. And going forward. So you don't have to dump it all out on the table, ladies. You don't. Like dumping out your bags, looking for your lipstick. Yeah, all exactly. All those crappy things about yourself. That yeah. You're like, here's this, and here's the mascara, and here's this. You sure you want to stick around? Here's that fourth divorce. Yeah. <laughs> here's mm-hmm. my other baby daddy. Yeah. Here's, yeah. So, okay. So personal constitutions, mm-hmm. however you get them is how you got to get boundaries. them. So we talked about boundaries. We talked about personal space yeah. and how important it is that to pace yourself Whenever you're getting to know someone yeah. to pace the whole thing Absolutely. because you get so excited and, and it seems like this person's such a unicorn because you're like, wow, where like did you come from? It, right. We hit it off on this and this and yeah. this and that. And all you want to do is spend all your time with them. And I tell people to just kind of pump the brakes a little bit and make sure that your boundaries are intact. Yeah. But I, th- I think, too, you know, uh, another thing that we should share with the audience about this movie is that that cute little girl that was in that scene, she's so beautiful. She is. One of her tricks of staying out of a bed with someone is to wear ugly panties, ladies. <laughs> granny panties. Granny so panties. I think her, her deal with herself was like, I'm going to wear these, what was it, for like I think it was 90 days. Yeah. yeah, 90 days. All right. I'm going to try to stay out of somebody's bed for 90 days. And listen, this I'm not talking Christian dating right now. This is like worldly stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, but 
it worked apparently for her in the movie and mm-hmm. i have girlfriends who practice this too <laughs> and so it's like the granny panties y'all know fruit of the mm-hmm. loom buy them at target and they come all the way up to your you know they're the jerry nadler underwear maybe they, they have come a hole all the way up to your them. boobs right they could have a hole or two in them mm-hmm. they could be really nasty because nobody wants to show up with janky draws nope right and so yep. so as soon as stuff starts to go in that direction you're like oh Wait, wait, no, can't do this. (laughs) Yep. And the dude's like, what do you mean? Wait, another fun fact, ladies. This is something that my guy's friends tell me all the time. They would have waited for that woman um, as long as she wanted him to. A lot of times women just cave because it's not always necessarily about mutual desire. Mm -hmm. It's, hey, I don't want you to go anywhere. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm going to try. I'm going to try and keep you. And however you get them is, is how, how you, you got to keep, keep them. them. So if, you, if you're if you into making your man jealous, Ugh. you're going to have to always make him jealous to pay attention to you. Yep. If you're into, you know, uh, fighting and bickering about mm-hmm. stuff and just keeping his attention with... Um, just manipulation. With mani- exactly. If yeah. you are a manipulator or dudes, if you suspect that this chick is a manipulator at the outset run mm-hmm. because she will always manipulate you run fast right take your 50 percent of your income because <laughs> right run now. run now run before she gets it so. yeah. <laughs> right? yeah right exactly and the babies yep. and the carpools mm-hmm. and the wednesday visits and every other weekend Good oh luck. i got this stuff down yeah i mean i'm to the point where you know i'm wondering if i would even date someone with kids seriously I'm hey, not kidding that's because fair. I it's had a personal preference. Listen, I had a girl, and I love, I love me some kids. Yeah. Like I look forward to a bed full of grandbabies, not anytime soon. Uh, yeah, uh, right. But pump the brakes. Uh, <laughs> Pumping yeah. brakes. Yeah, the brakes. Brakes. So <laughs> put it in park. <laughs> put the car in park. Put emergency a, brake. Put a boot on that thing. Yes. Like put a boot on all four tires. Yes. <laughs> Take the tires off. Take the put engine that out. Thing up on bricks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like a <laughs> champagne taste, a Kool-Aid pocket neighborhood in the ATL. What? <laughs> you know what they are? Those little shacks you drive down by what? the old stadium. Sham- little sh- little shinny shack. Sh- whatever. Champagne taste. Uh, champagne taste with Kool-Aid pockets. <laughs> I am mad. It's like Can't the Cadillacs that are up on bricks. Okay, <laughs> You're a Cadillac, Alex, and I'm putting your butt up on bricks when it comes to dating so and having babies anytime soon. Touche. So... But I have a girlfriend, man. She was like, and she found a dude who was perfect for her. She was like, here, I know me, Monica. I know me. I'm not willing to share my man. I don't want to be second to someone else's ex-wife yep. or wives and all of his kids. And and she was a single mom. Yeah. So she was like, I don't want my child to be second in someone else's life. And she found a really great dude who has made her first and her child first because he doesn't have anyone else for mm-hmm. her to compete with and so it is a consideration that's not to slight all of you who are divorced no. I, thankfully i've never been divorced i do not know what that's like uh from a personal perspective but i've dated enough of you to know <laughs> that <laughs> the guilty divorce daddy syndrome is real is a real thing mm-hmm. yeah and and it jeopardizes your ability to be happy with people in the future so again you know if you're lying to yourself about what i'm saying right now which is these are my standards. I don't want to be second in someone's life. Mm-hmm. But the guy has all of these other characteristics, and you're just convinced that the Holy Spirit sent him down from heaven, right? Mm-hmm. And he's the big burning bush in your life. If you're willing to lie to yourself about that, you're going to have you're gonna have to keep him with that same lie throughout your entire relationship or your marriage. 
Absolutely. How you get them is how, is how you, you got to keep, keep them. If he buys you, if you're buying her flowers, if you're taking her out, if you have a weekly thing that you do with her, if you are rubbing her feet at the end of the week, if there are things that you're doing now to woo her, you need to expect to continue to do them. Mm-hmm. And same goes for women. Right. Whatever bound, like, and that's why boundaries are so important. Setting up the expectation that personal space is not a four-letter word right. uh, is so important. Oh, yeah, because that's we were going to go there, and I squirreled. But we, oh, were, well, talking about, yeah. we were talking about um, personal space and that you spend so much time with someone. Mm-hmm. And eventually, though, you're like, okay, I might want to pump the brakes. That's what we did. We got up all on cinder blocks and all that stuff. So we're pumping the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> the life. We're pumping the brakes to say... Take your time because um, whenever that per- the one person does mm-hmm. step out, right, puts their toe in the water, and they're like, you know, I think I'm just going to stay home tonight. Well, what? Like, get ready. Yeah, <laughs> something in the other person is like, but why? why? Yeah. With who? What, what are you I doing? Do wrong? Yeah, what I do wrong. What's wrong? What? That's when women get psycho. What's wrong? Oh. Is there something wrong? Well, you've been different. And the dude's like, what are you talking about? Like, I just want to hang out with my buddies. Or it could be the woman. Right. I I have been the one plenty of times where I'm like, okay, uh, I love you, but I'm going to hang out with my friends tonight. And they're like, what do you mean? Yeah. Let me say that in English. Uh, Yeah. Which friends? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's also because you have a very healthy confidence about yourself where you don't have to be up someone's butt 24 hours and you can't because you turn into a monster when you're like around someone for too long. You don't want me around you 24 7. And I like being, I like me. I like hanging out with me. Mm -hmm. I I like that. I'm a lot of fun. But exactly. But I'm also very cognizant of the fact that when I have a partner, I I love having a playmate in life. So I at this point in my life, I'm not I'm not looking for I'm not really looking for anything to be honest, but I'm not my see you're 23. Yeah. I'm 48. True. So it's, it's kind different. of interesting to live in the same house together because I because as your mother, I don't ever want to rain on your parade of hope and naivete and innocence and all these hopeful things that you have in your mind as possibilities whenever it comes to romance and men because it's not fair to you to like burden you with all the stuff that I've been through and my different perspectives. So I try to only impart wisdom, yeah. right? And I think you honestly I think you've been really great at that. You've just you've had your moments of Hey, guess what? I'm your mom. And uh, I've been through some things. And I just want to let you know, like, wisdom. Yeah. And and I and I feel like hopefully, I'm okay, not always, but I feel like recently I have been more receptive to that. And it's been so nice, honestly, oh, to just have your wisdom mm. and to have, but have your support in the wisdom. Like, you don't beat me over the head with your wisdom. No, because here's what I also know to be a very true proverb. You know, the law never does anything for anyone but mm. provoke you to rebellion. Yep. As soon as you put the law down on people, that's the first thing they want to go do, even if they didn't want to do it to begin with. But as soon as you say, you are not going to do this, there's that thing that rises up that's like, yeah, hold my beer. Okay. And I know that about parents and I trust the scriptures in that way too, to know that I don't want to provoke you to anger and I don't want to provoke you to rebellion. So what I do is I 
A, I prayerfully consider how I'm going to address something with you. Not always, but when it really counts. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't want to provoke you to uh, bitterness or rebellion. I don't want to. I don't want to squash your youthful wonder either. But I don't want to. Um, what I do is I I try to show up with options. Okay, yeah. Allie, it choices. Yeah. If you do this. This is probably going to be the outcome because mm-hmm. two plus two really Equals is four. four. Yeah. <laughs> so, and if you do this, um, this is probably going to be the outcome because two plus two is four. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you choose. I have chosen this path, and this is how it worked out, and this is how every other person in the universe has worked out by mm-hmm. going this path. But you can do that, and I'm still going to love you. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to support your choice to go down that path, but that doesn't mean. I'm not supporting you. I'm just not supporting that choice. Yeah. Right. And so hopefully, so it sounds like that liberates you. It does. Absolutely. And it just gives me the freedom to know that, you know, I can come to you with these questions of, I really don't know what to do. Right. But then I can talk to you and you can give me options. And more often than not, quite honestly, I I go with option, like the prime option. (laughs) The one where you're like, these are the least amount of consequences. And I'm like, you know what? You're you're right. I'm That's, smart enough to choose that, that one. one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not always. Look, I'm 23. We're all dumb and young and all these. My brain's not fully formed, whatever. But, um, yeah. But And I come to you, too, though. You do. I, and you know why I come to you? Because you do still have that youthful wonder. You're not as jaded as someone my age can become. Yeah. And your filters are different from mine because you don't have the same experiences as I do. So I leverage <laughs> your innocence and your naivete and your hope and your youthful wonder that I think so many of us, especially as women, we spend so much time being jealous mm. of of youth, of people with youth. And I'm not like that. I love being surrounded by youthful people and they love you i love that yeah i mean i love young people my mother's the exact same Mm -hmm. way so it clearly runs in our in our genes but i'm like i there's nothing i love watching um beautiful girls get together in their groups you college girls teenagers their skin's beautiful their hair is healthy and i'm sitting there thinking please enjoy your hormones while they're balanced what I'm thinking I'm like and I'm not envying or I wish my hair was like that I'm just kind of like all right what kind what kind of discussion do I need to have with Dr. Colbert the next time I go back because I miss my hair looking like that actually (laughs) and you know and I'm thinking these are things that you guys take for granted when you're young because no one bothers to take the time to tell you hey enjoy this protect it honor it um you know protect what's and, and enjoy your youth. Yeah. Don't don't be ashamed of it. Don't abuse it. Mm-hmm. Don't be erratic with it. Like, appreciate be grateful it. and appreciate exactly. Yeah. And I and I think if young guys would appreciate that too. Yeah. You know, I think that would be helpful. But yeah, for me, I don't envy youth. I think it's wonderful. I, I think it's just a beautiful thing to behold. And, it's a it's a season of life. And it's who you are too. You are young at heart. That's true. You look young. You act young. Thanks, girl. Like, it's true. I mean, you're young. You're hip. <laughs> you're hip to the whatever. I'm hip to whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's true. But you're wise. And that's why, again, that's why my friends love you. That's why they always want to come over and they want to talk to you and they want your advice because, 
you know, you are Monica. You are Monica. Mommy Monica. Mama. That's right. Hmm? You're mama to like everyone. That's but true. <laughs> I have, but you, yeah. I know, right? I know. Okay. Your heartbreaker. I, I think we've said this on the show before, but I'll say it again. When I was pregnant, I, because I'm Southern as mm-hmm. a biscuit. Okay. And I could not wait for my daughter to pop out and call me mama. She has not Never. one day in her nope. entire existence of 23 years ever called me mama. Nope. <laughs> so not once. I've been the life giver. That's how I'm plugged into your phone. Uh, what else? Yeah, that's my name in her phone. True. Life giver. Now imagine, imagine my surprise. She's in college <laughs> and she's like looking for her phone. I don't know, something. And she's like, mom, call me so I can find my phone. And I found the phone and I'm calling it and I pick it up and it says life giver. I'm like, Wow, really? That's what I've been relegated to, life giver. It was so, a it was a moment, but then it stuck. So. <laughs> right, I love it. <laughs> but then it stuck. But so, then it stuck. But yeah, but now my friends call you mama. They do, and, and they respect you, and they appreciate you, and I do the same. And I think we both can learn from each other because, yeah, I mean, it's so important to protect your heart because out of it flows every issue of life yeah or beautiful things yeah and we just get so clouded and so jaded even at my age i mean i see the memes that girls my age are making and it's 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 heartbreaking about about boys oh yeah about relationships about boys bitter yeah because there's just no mutual respect anymore for each other is that really true or do you think guys I mean, I'd love to know what the guy's perspective is on this, especially at your age. Like, are they running into this? Because I think women tend to be full of crap when it comes to stuff like this sometimes. We we hide behind memes and all of our bra burning and pink hats and all this stuff. But then all it takes is that one knight in shining armor that, that catches your attention. And maybe he sticks around. Maybe he, you know, he charges through the alligators and over the moat and through the dragons and he comes in and he gets you and all of a sudden you're retiring the pink hat and the bra burning and all the man hating memes. Do you really think women I mean you talk to girls your age, do you real do you guys really think that way and feel that way about men? No. Okay, thank you. We it <laughs> no, we don't. There is a part of us that still... Well, what a screwed up message to be given to young guys, because they read these memes, too. You're not wrong, okay? <laughs> but if they would be not... not Like, if they would be nice about some things, we wouldn't make memes about them, okay? Oh! So... Okay, now it's the guy's fault that you guys practice asshattery. Okay, They're the ones it. who... They started it, okay? I will say this. My, my former pastor always says this, and we can leave you guys with this. Women are responders we respond to stimuli around us okay and if you come in contact with a crazy woman this is his still this is still his take if you come in contact with a crazy or broken woman it is usually because some man in her lineage and somewhere in her life did not cover her And then you come in contact with her, and that stuff is just built up over the years. And men sadly think they wear these, you know, iron capes of we can do anything. I'm like, have you ever tried to fly with an iron iron cape or an iron anything? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good luck. Kind of hard to get off the ground. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, quit trying to save crazy women. And I say that, I say crazy loosely, but men love to fix things. And, and men love little broken birds and little broken things, you know, because it's, there's just something. If you're a smart man, though, you will put that brokenness in you aside 
and find yourself someone who is equally as whole as you. Yeah. Trying to fix a broken person is exhausting, especially if they're not in it to help fix themselves. And it doesn't work. Right. It doesn't work. And Steve Harvey has a great quote to end this on. (laughs) And you can switch he for she because it goes both ways, ladies. If he hasn't lined up the who he is, the what he does, and the how much he makes in the way that he sees fit, he can't possibly be to you what he wants to be. Amen. All right. We'll be back next week. You can follow. Mm, where can people follow you on Instagram? Cat 700 A-L-L-I-C-A-T 700. That's right. Check me out, y'all. Uh, I don't I know what I am. All things Monica. Monica on air. Talk on Twitter. Uh, the Monica Matthews on Facebook. MonicaMatthews.com. Our website will be here in the coming weeks. Yes. Lots of, lots of things happening. Uh, so thank you for your support. Share, share, share our podcast on iTunes and all social media platforms. We really appreciate it. Your support is greatly appreciated. We love you. Until next week, be kind. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence.